that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, way at baby. How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ask with Joe Marino, who is a criminal defense attorney and a state rep. And we're going to talk about that uh, pot bill that's going through the Louisiana legislature currently. Uh, funny thing of it is, he's pushing for it even though he's a criminal defense attorney, and that's probably going to cut into his earning potential because he ain't going to have to uh, defend nobody with a big old fatty sitting out the back of their pocket or something. Anyway, Joe Marino, up next here on the Spudcast, right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Brandner. The guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brandner does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brandner. 345-1111. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Okay, we're talking to Joe Marino, who is uh, one of the people up in Baton Rouge who actually passes legislation that we all fuss about, and yet not enough of us go out and vote, so we should all shut up. Well, that's not true, but I mean, you know, there's not, there's not enough people to get out and actually vote, huh, Joe? People need to take that more seriously, I think. Not enough people vote uh, on any issue. Exactly right. Well, I, you know, whenever I go vote, look, I ran for the state house, okay? back when Vitter left it to go to Congress. And uh, there was like 14 of us running. And um, one, the only thing that, the only dirt they had on me was that I, you know, I wasn't making the chronic voter list. But I used to have to travel to make a living, so I was gone a whole lot. But now it's like, dude, I like, I go on election day, and I like to go at the end of the day and, and tell, have them tell me how many people showed up and vote. And uh, this last go-around was pretty lame. Pretty bad. It, it, it's really sad. I mean, it really is, but I mean, it's, um, I mean, I get, I get criticized for a lot of things that I do, um, and a lot of things that people don't understand, but then, you know, when people call the office, uh, as a habit, you know, my uh, legislative assistant, the first thing she does is she looks to see if they're actually in my district and, uh, what their voting percentage is. And that's something that, you know, that I want to know, um, before I decide, you know, uh, to, 
return that call, you know, being honest. Well, that's but that's perfectly all right with me, quite frankly, especially if they're not in your district. I, I had a – I don't know if you ever did that Jeff Cruer thing where uh, politics with a punch where he gets a bunch of people up there and asks all kind of questions. And he's supposed to be just be funny. But uh, uh, I did I did one about a month ago, and uh, former Senator Albert Guillory was there. And we were talking a bunch of stuff, and I told him, I said, you want to fix a lot of these problems, repeal the 17th Amendment, but you want to fix – you want to fix uh, like campaign elections – if I can't vote for you, I can't give you money. You know? So in other words, if 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 you were my representative, I'd be able to donate money to your campaign. It's like uh, Steve Scalise is my rep. But I mm-hmm. I can I don't I can't vote for Troy Carter cuz he ain't my rep. So I shouldn't be able to give him any money. And I think that would make a a, a huge difference in uh in the way people are elected, the number of people who who might actually run for election office. Because I think uh, pe- people are scared of getting their um, in just every skeleton in their closet dragged out into the sunshine, and if they don't have any skeletons, they'll get they'll make some up, and then you're going to spend your whole time defending lies. So, yeah, that's today's climate, and it's unfortunate. It is. Um, but let's get into the reason we called you. There's a, a couple of bills up there going on. Um, some to dealing with, and I've, I've spoken with other people about the uh, the concealed carry bills and whether or not that's going to happen. Another bill that's going on is about uh, protecting um, law enforcement, saying if the feds want to like start confiscating weapons or things like that, then they're gonna they're gonna do it on their own. They're not gonna be able to uh, deputize any local constabulary. But one that's always been a um, it's always been a, a I don't even know controversial is, is that the right term, but it's legalizing pot or decriminalizing pot, and that's that's gotten the farthest it's ever gotten in uh, in this go round, hasn't it? That's correct. Um, I've been uh, serving in the legislature for five years now, and uh, I think every single year uh, a bill to legalize marijuana has come through the criminal justice committee, and uh, it's never the the bill has never made it out of committee. You know, and, and for the you know for the listeners who're not sure of the process, you know, you got to get out of a committee that, that, that deals with that subject before it can even go to the floor for all the members to have a potential to vote on um, in either the House or the Senate. And that's never made it out um, or never even really had a shot at making it out. Uh, but I'm used to seeing it. Um, but, uh, you know, Richard Nelson, uh, not, I mean, not only Richard Nelson's bill made it out of committee, uh, but uh, a bill by uh, Representative Newell uh, dealing with uh, marijuana made it out. A Representative Glover uh, bill uh, made it out, uh, and they're and they're different. But all of them uh, basically deal with you know pretty similar sub- the subjects. Um, you know, Richard Nelson's bill is the one that they're you know legalizes marijuana. It's it's um, it made it out. Uh, of committee by a vote of, uh, I think it was seven to five, how it got out. Um, and his bill uh, says that it would be legal uh, to possess up to two and a half pounds of marijuana. Oh, legal. pounds? Okay, pounds. in the trunk of your car or in your house? Uh, anywhere you want to possess it, I would imagine, not, uh, excluding, I would say, a school zone, you know, but I mean, the, the, as far as. Um, an individual can possess uh, and not be in violation of the law up to two and a half pounds. Not just possession of it, but that, I mean, if somebody's in possession of it right now, that much pot, wouldn't they be uh, as possession with intent to distribute and not what it's considered? Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be a felony offense of possession with intent to distribute. 
So the uh, the the Candice uh, Newell uh, is one that um, you know I'd have to look to see if she's got a, a weight on the amount that, that you can possess. I'm trying to keep that in mind, but that one basically uh, removes the, the the penalty, and uh, all of them though, uh, both Nelsons and um, Newells have to have. Um, a regulatory and a tax component attached to them as well. Because um, if, you, if you just decriminalized it and said it's not against the law anymore, but you didn't regulate it or tax it, then it would just be like lettuce, you know. Yeah. It could be sold and there'd be a sales tax and who could buy, you know, who could grow it and who could sell it or any of that would be wide open. So, you know, both of these, both of these bills that have made it through are tied to uh, the passage of other bills uh, which are not in the Criminal Justice Committee. They're in other committees, uh, Ways and Means, um, you know, for example. Well, all right, but uh, talking about explaining how all this stuff works, if somebody were to, okay, let's say Nelson's bill is in your committee, is in the criminal justice, but he wants to pass it with with regulation and taxes. Why can't that be, a, why that can't be written in its own bill that goes through your committee? It, it is written in its own bill, but it goes through the uh, the committee of uh, ways and means uh, because that that's the su- that subject matter of uh, taxing um, and, and and generating revenue goes through their committee. Uh, so th- it's not unusual for bills that to, to, um, to have to sometimes go to two committees, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then it gets to the House floor. But I mean, on the House floor, you know, they, you know, they've been walking around, you know, you know, ticking the vote on that. And, and surprisingly, you know, in order to pass this bill, you know, you need 53 votes. Um, I think he's really close to 53 uh, people that have committed to him that they would vote to, uh, to to pass this bill to legalize it, which is I mean, it's 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 shocking to me how far it's come in a single year. But I mean, it's not shocking to me. When you look at the national, uh, you know, uh, average or the, you know, yeah, you know, the opinions. States, you know, 36 states have uh, either uh, legalized either uh, a medical form or adult use form of marijuana. You know, that's that's 70 percent of the United States, you know, where some form of it is already legal. You know, so I think the I think that every time they poll it, the numbers keep going up as far as what people, you know, are. Yeah being in favor of it, you know, because is that where we want to spend our tax dollars, you know, incarcerating people for this? You know, I don't. Well, and that, that was one of the things I, I've talked about other ones, too, is, is where, uh, you know, we still Louisiana is the number one incarcerator in the in the world. And it costs a whole lot of money to keep these people in jail. So maybe some of the people who are in there for less, much lesser offenses need to go ahead and be let out. I don't know about two pounds, though. I mean, I had a discussion about this thing a long time ago back on the radio and we were you know it had gotten farther that year than it had ever gotten before but certainly not this far and we were talking about maybe you know what it's you can make your own wine and make your own beer maybe if you had like a you know a four by four square foot you know plot of land and all the pot that you can grow in that and as long as you kept it in your property and didn't sell it and just smoked it at home then that would be no problem but that didn't that didn't pass either but this is you know this, I mean, I, I think is everybody looking at it because of the tax revenue. I mean, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna well, attract a lot of people here, and they're gonna buy a lot of pot, and they're gonna be wandering down Bourbon Street with hookahs, and as long as they're paying the taxes, okay. 
you got you got a lot of different angles on it. You know, some people are looking at it as the tax revenue. You know, other people are looking at it from the perspective of you know criminal justice. You know, I mean, is is this something that we want to be spending our dollars, you know, policing, enforcing, and incarcerating uh, people on? You know, and you know, and obvi- you know, obviously, um, there's a there's a broad mix. It's just like criminal justice when we've done criminal justice over the years. You know, you, you you've got a whole variety of different people that are all at the table for different reasons but you know i mean i think i think they're coming together on this issue and there's another bill though well, wait 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 let's get the other bill after the break here i gotta step away for a second joe marino is my guest he's uh are you the chairman of uh criminal justice no no i'm, just, I'm a member of the just committee. on it but you're also a, you're also a, a, a criminal attorney so some of yep. these things are like kind of if this stuff passes, there goes some of your uh, legal fees. But I'm up there working against my financial interest. <laughs> and you see, how often do you see that in the legislature? Which is why people should be paying attention to what you got to say. Back with more on the Spudcast right after this. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 9473392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Getting older and feeling your age? Low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds? Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again, or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem, home team elevation. End the worry, stop insurance rate hikes, get your flooding problem fixed now with the home team advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the home team, you're the MVP, so don't wait, elevate with home team elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222, or go to hometeamelevation.com. And we're back on the Spudcast talking about my ask with Joe Marino from the state legislature. We're talking specifically about the uh, the marijuana bill, uh, Nelson's bill that might get through there. Uh, what Right before the break, you said there's another bill. Let's, let's jump into that, and then I want to talk about a couple other things. Yeah, I mean, this one is a lot – this one is really interesting to me because uh, you, you have some people that are – you know, the problem that we have, you know, is that marijuana is still illegal on a federal level. You know, it's under the Federal Controlled Substances Act. Currently, it's still listed as a Schedule One drug, which means it has no medicinal value whatsoever, and it's still illegal. So you still have banks that are, you know, that the marijuana business for um, uh, all the different related things, even to do with the with the legal uh, medical marijuana, uh, those businesses and pharmacies, banks can't handle their money uh, for fear that they're going to be uh, sanctioned or uh, in violation of federal law for money laundering. Uh, so, you know, this session, um, I filed a, 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 a House concurrent resolution 
um, you know, urging uh, our, our Congress just to pass the, uh, the Safe uh, Banking Act, which is secure and fair enforcement. And basically what it says is, you know, to give these banks a safe harbor from, you know, being san- federally sanctioned if they provide services to these legal marijuana you know, uh, related well you know, if 70% of the United States is is in favor of it being legalized to at least some degree then uh, what's what's the problem what are they waiting for up there uh, that, that's right and and the House of Representatives has, has passed this uh, safe banking act uh, 321 to 101 in April so we're just waiting on the Senate and then the banks can actually uh, step in and we can stop you know uh, making this uh, a cash business, which is not, you know, it's hard to regulate, hard to tax, and it's not safe. Yeah, I'm with you. But there's you. another bill that there's another bill that also made it through at the very end uh, of one of the meetings, and that we were there debating for four or five hours at a time. And it's Representative Glover's bill, which is basically a bill just to decriminalize it. And and what this one, it, it kind of got amended in committee, and it might be amended again on the floor. But his idea was. Let the, the current penalty for possession of marijuana, first offense, under 14 grams, is a fine of up to $300 and a jail sentence of, of up to 15 days. He's amended that to say a first offense or any uh, a second, third, fourth, whatever, if it's under 14 grams, it's a $100 fine. That's it. No jail time and nothing else. Now, that's how he originally introduced it, and in committee, it got amended to being back to the fine and the jail, but it, but it eliminated the enhanced penalties for second, third, fourth, et cetera, and made them all that penalty, which is $300 in 15 days. Because as it stands right now, and I don't think people even understand this, um, possession of marijuana, first offense, if it's a small amount, just a fine in up to 15 days, or if it's more than 14 grams, it can be up to you know six months in jail. But it's when you get to a third offense, uh, possession of marijuana, any amount, that's a felony up to two years and 2,500. In Louisiana, fourth offense or subsequent is up to eight years in prison in a $5,000 fine. That's our current law. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I can... Like you said, you know, two pounds, uh, you can't have it around a school system. If you're caught selling drugs to, to kids, that's 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 a different thing. But adults got to take an adult's chance. But eight years in jail for 14 grams of, of pot? I mean, I, so now we got to feed somebody. They're going to lose their house. They're going to lose their job over a little bit of weed? You know, I, that's outlandish. It, it really is. Robert's bill just says, look, any any time, it doesn't matter how many times you've been arrested, it, it, it makes it that you can only be issued uh, a summons. You can't be arrested, and it's basically like a ticket. Up, you know, in the hundred dollars is the maximum fine. And and so I know that there's a floor amendment pending because they did put the fifteen days and three hundred days. You know, I mean, three hundred dollars and fifteen days. That was added on it in committee. But I know there's a floor amendment that one of the other reps has filed. Put it back to just a hundred dollars and a summons uh if it's under 14 grams hey so, how I mean, about this if they catch you with pot they just take it from you and they dump it in the gutter and you got to watch them do it and then off you go because they're sitting there going oh come on man that was prime stuff you know 
that would that would be enough for me if i'm if i get caught with a big jug of my favorite moonshine and they just took it and poured it in the gutter i'm going okay they obviously can't get caught no more yeah uh, and then we're also i mean i'm also working on you know a bill this session to you know expand the number of uh licenses to grow the uh, medical marijuana because i'm very very interested and in, in making sure that anyone who is a medical condition that that is prescribed uh you know cannabis is able to get that prescription and uh and and have it available we have we have two uh licensed uh grow grow growers in the state right now we're trying to expl- expand that to three uh, but the medical marijuana um uh, you know i think we've already legalized that but yeah but you know what i got i got a friend of mine who was prescribed marijuana because of eyesight problems and he told me, man, this, this is the worst crap I ever smoked in my life. You know, this is not doing anything. Okay, so that, that leads me to the next marijuana bill that made it through. And now this one actually had a vote on the House floor. So none of the other ones that we were talking about have even made it out of, made it onto the floor. But they're on the floor, but they haven't made it to a vote. The pro tem, uh, Speaker pro tem, Tanner McGee, passed a bill to expand the medical marijuana to include... Uh, raw or crude forms, which is the flour. Mm-hmm. So that's smokable form. Okay, that passed the House floor seventy-three to twenty-six. Mm-hmm. So that you're not going to have to deal with these tincture or drops uh, or an, this inhaler or these gummies. That's the three ways that it can be medically uh, prescribed right now. And the majority of it is these these drops. Mm-hmm. Seventy-three to twenty-six, it passed to expand it to allow. Uh, flower, which is significant, I think. I mean, that that that's a house vote right there that tells you seventy three people, uh, more way more than you would need to pass the bill, uh, favor expanding uh, the medical marijuana uh, because you know, look, if it's if we're going to use it, if it's going to be medicine, uh, let's stop trying to constrict it and and overregulate it, yeah. make it more complicated and look more expensive. It's not covered by your insurance. You know, that little bitty bottle of drops that they might give you to help your child not have seizures um, or someone who suffers with PTSD not want to commit suicide, that's $100. Oh, that's believe not- I got diabetes. I know how much medicine costs. And you know, some of that is, is ridiculous. But, um, I mean, the thing about that, you know what? A doctor can prescribe cocaine. A doctor can prescribe methadone. A doctor can prescribe oxycodone. All these, all these narcotics. I mean, you got the pain factories, and those certainly need to be shut down. But a regular doctor perform, uh, prescribing stuff to make his patient better than prescribe marijuana, and in none, no, nobody else's business because a legitimate doctor prescribed something that that will cure or at least alle- alleviate the uh, the symptoms. That his patient is suffering from. I don't even understand why you had to pass a law about this stuff anyway. Right, but we but we still need to get the federal government to say it is medicine. Take it out of Schedule One, where that where you know that's that's reserved for drugs that have no medicinal value whatsoever. And 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 we really you know and, and, well look once the federal government removes it from Schedule One or, or uh, legalizes on a federal level, then it's going to make it a lot easier, and we'll stop doing all this piecemeal stuff we're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. When the federal government does this, same federal government that built the levees that collapsed, you know, they can't pass dirt. So you think they're going to pass legislation to make your job easier? Well, I don't know. 
the, I think the federal government should at least be paying attention to what's happening, you know, where, where, the, where the trend is and what the, what, what's happening across the, you know, the entire country. Oh, right I'm now. with you on that. They should be paying a lot of attention. How can people find out more about this stuff? Because like, like you and I were talking before, not enough people go vote, period, in the story. But uh, it's very, actually, it's very easy for people to go online and find out all the different bills that have been introduced and are being discussed, and they all come down with a little you know, like, like a, a quick, easy layman's terminology uh, of exactly what this bill is trying to accomplish. How can people find that? Yeah, that's that's good. That's a good point. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I find it or I tell people, look, you can Google the word Louisiana legislature and it's going to bring you to the homepage. Um, or you know, it's actually legis, like legislature, legis.la.gov. But on that homepage, which is for the House and Senate, you can search bills by the author's name, by the number, um, by the subject matter. Uh, it's very easy. You can also watch everything we do. It's all recorded. Every committee meeting is recorded. There's an archive. The very next day after something happens, you can go back and watch the entire recorded committee testimony. You can watch all the floor votes, and it's all there, which is good and bad, because if you say something silly, it's there for. Like that guy talking about the good part of slavery? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a genius. Joe, I appreciate you taking the time, bro. I know how busy you are, man. Thanks uh, thanks for uh, filling us in on what's going on up there. Not a problem. Thank All you. All right, man. We're going to wrap up the Spikecast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? scratch-resistant lenses, dust busters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing. And it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides the big cootie sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Okay, Joe Marino is pushing that pot bill, baby. What do you think about them? Apples. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening here on the Spudcast. Tomorrow on the Spudcast podcast, talking about my ask is actually a new one because uh, it'll be like a pilot episode of a, a new podcast I'm going to be doing with Mike Bradner. So that'll be up tomorrow. So make sure you tune in and listen to that. The, the podcast is going to be called Tell Me What You Really Think. And uh, this one is just he and I bullshitting. Uh, kind of getting our uh, heads in the same uh, mold. But in the meantime, uh, starting next week, uh, there'll be some real podcasts going there. In the meantime, though, thanks again for joining me here on Red Circle, Spotify, Podcast, Google Podcasts, 
Amazon Music, Public Radio, Stitcher, Twitter at Spud Got That, and on my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and the Big Teasy. And like I said, uh, Brandner's uh, thing, it'll be, uh, it'll be on here for a while, but it's uh, going to move on to other platforms. But I'll be uh, plugging it here, too. In the meantime, y'all stay safe. Watch out for the crazy. See you tomorrow, but I'm a gone pecan.